GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches every Friday. It's Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. And welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern or approximately whenever we're getting gizzarded by gizzard. We uh, are corked by gizzard. We go a little bit later, I guess. But we go live for about an hour, and we talk about what's going on. And on Fridays, we wrap up the week. We look at what was focused on Second Amendment <clears throat> and focused on Second Amendment advocacy. And uh, that might take a little longer than a, an hour tonight. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we do everything online live so we've got a quarter to a third of our screen here for the comments for people that join us live we go live every weeknight at midnight and then we post the recordings of the shows uh, on the various video platforms that are out there the audio goes out to the uh, podcasting platforms out there the description of the video on YouTube is one place to check out what we're going to be looking at today. It's what we're looking at on the screen now. However, you can also see there's almost no formatting over there and it's kind of bland. It's just the nature of the YouTube format of the YouTube feature of uh, platform. So we're going to be paying attention on the screen tonight to our Patreon, which we use like our blog. And you can see it's a lot more easy to see what's been going on this week. And that's what we'll be focusing on. However, over on the YouTube side for all the people that are showing up live, uh, we do have a poll going, so let us know how you think this week was for 2A. We got great week for 2A, good week for 2A, okay week, or everybody who's doesn't have a vote. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll dig in here, and again, welcome to everybody who's joining in live. We got a little bit of a late start because our friend Gizzard uh, was doing his chat, just getting back from NRA and having a few weeks off. That one went a little bit long. It's still going on, but I jumped out of it to start this thing up a little bit late. So thanks to the people who are showing up late for the your patience and for your people that are listening in the future. Uh, I guess thanks for your patience letting me address the people that are watching live. So we got Ozzy showing up, and thanks for that. We got DJ out there. Uh, I guess he's not real happy about something. And then Mike is out there as well. Woods jumped in here just before the show. And I did post a couple of uh, Daily Gun Show tumblers out there. I don't have the links in front of me. Maybe I can get them. And uh, in an earlier chat, Woods out there had asked if we could do some sort of uh, a mug with the Daily Gun Show logo on it, and we use print-on-demand uh, services for that kind of stuff. 
So I just went through, I don't want bookmarks. I just went through and created one on Spreadshirt and another one on Teespring, two different print on demand places. And uh -oh, how do I get back to my store maybe? I'm gonna figure out how to get back to my store over there. Here's the one here. So one of them is a mug with like a handle on it, like a coffee mug, I guess. And it's 20 bucks. And then the other one is a travel mug for 20 bucks. And then uh, I'll put a link to that out here for anybody that might want one. And then we also did one over on Teespring, but I'm going to have to go figure out. I'm stuck in the Teespring launchers bring overview daily gun show mug maybe that's where i should have gone creator spring daily gun show mug 29 bucks i guess i did find it so this one's a little bit different it's a stainless mug the other one is a uh, plastic maybe i don't know anyway so i didn't spend a lot of time i just stuck the logo on a couple of mugs at these print on demand places i'm guessing i'll make something like five bucks or seven bucks or something if you bought these things for 30 and then you'll buy them for like 30 and then they'll cost something to ship or oh, this one costs 20 21 um so they'll cost something to ship i don't know if that's a good deal or not but that's one way to get the mug another way to get a mug would be to get a sticker that's a lot cheaper sometimes especially if you already have a mug or you can get like a dollar mug at a dollar store or something so it kind of depends on what you're looking for uh, i've had pretty good luck with the spread shirt stuff in the past that is made in henderson nevada and seems like it's been pretty decent quality. Uh, I haven't seen their mugs, so I don't want to vouch for nothing I haven't seen, but other products from Spreadshirt have been pretty decent. Teespring, I haven't heard any complaints, but I haven't got much of them. Actually, I think I gave my dad one of the shirts and he didn't have any complaints, so. All right, so we're back to the Patreon side. We'll be watching the um, poll over here for people that show up and want to vote in it but let's dig in so uh, we started out with a bit of a paragraph here it's been another impressive week for the second amendment advocacy and activism some debate this week i guess people are digging defining what they are they're either one or the other or something like that probably because barbecue had a chat and asked that question got people thinking and for some reason people don't think they're activists uh, some folks are beating old drums on both sides, but the messages are evolving away from blaming our property and towards more effective solutions to the real issues and a focus on saving lives. That's what I, that's my take from yet another week of this. Watching the raw footage of the testimonials uh, for the what House of Representatives this week on the bill that they called the child safety or something bill versus the commentator summaries in other words watching the raw footage for a number of hours versus the summaries that the news watchers will offer the the, the commentary about the summary of the hours of actual footage of these testimonials big difference there in my opinion you watch the testimonials and you see the real what's happening you see the pandering the um, the attitudes of the representatives on both sides, but the 
the, the amount of attention they're giving it, and more importantly, the lack of attention that they're giving it. And if you listen to the people who just summarize, I suspect not very many watched all of the testimony. They watched portions. And when you watch portions, you don't see the scope. So their commentary typically seems to be more urgent and more upset than the more rational perspective or the more, I don't know, long-term perspective of some of the people that I've been talking to about it. So these summaries indicate their motives, views versus solutions. Uh, so some of their motives, in other words, some of them have opinions and some of them have solutions. And some of them are using this as an opportunity to once again tell you their opinion about the way things are. And then others use opportunities like this to create solutions or to, uh, to double down on whatever work they're doing, which they've they determined as a solution, or promote what they've already accomplished as a, an, a possible solution. Big, big difference between people who constantly just sit around watching other people and get paid well, they get paid handsomely whenever situations like this happen because they get to observe and they get to say, oh, look, versus the people that got skin in the game, that got grassroots that are boots on there, what do they say, rubber meets the road. Those folks have got the time on the clock, the Tony Simons, the first people who are out there just doing stuff and not, they're not saving lives. They're not putting out houses that are on fire. They're just creating an awareness and they're changing the, the, the what gun owners are. And they've accumulated big archives of efforts, like just accomplishments, right? Like just tons of accomplishments. And these commentators are ignoring them. The people that observe and get paid handsomely to watch are ignoring the good work. That's why I want to take this time at the beginning of this weekly wrap up to acknowledge the amazing effort that's put out there over the years and the, the results of that that are out there. And I'm going to do my best to focus on the results of their effort in my wrap up of the week. I'm not here to uh, feed any bullshit, useless uh, hype or exploitation of the circumstances. We've got real issues which have had people, uh, people have put real work into. So I'm going to focus on that as much as I can. The fighters on our side did well this week. I think uh, some of my questions coming into this, I knew that it was going to be an interesting couple of weeks that we've got coming up here, months maybe, and uh, curious about how the new fighters are going to do. I think they did real well this week. I didn't see any real discouraging, anything to be discouraged about, uh, no big failures, uh, nothing catastrophic, no no major issues, and no nobody stayed home. Nobody didn't show up really cool to see everybody uh, take everything in stride and do so just accomplish so much in so many directions just like you'd expect uh, people that aren't afraid and that aren't interested in exploiting I guess that was one of my big concerns is how many people that have gotten themselves into a situation where they could exploit this situation this time around were going to choose that path and very few very few maybe i don't follow those types i'm sure i don't but very few of the people that are in my scope uh sat down and just raked in the cash all right so next up is in face of the challenges and disinterest 
Lucretia Hughes and Amy Swear offered inspirational and effective challenges to the tired old anti-rights, anti-gun owners narratives. So again, when you watch the testimony, uh, go watch it on PBS so there's no extra commentary or none of my exclamations or anything. But uh, if you listen to the deaf ears or you see the deaf ears that Amy's testimony fell on uh, and you hear the questions that they ask, the same questions over and over, uh, Lucretia's testimony uh, does a great job of offering a perspective. And I didn't listen to the afternoon, so I have to go back and find out if any of the uh, DC Project ladies were on in the afternoon. But uh, those were some great testimonials. And I suspect that the reason they came up and attacked Amy the way they did and accused her of perjury and stuff was to create, uh, like it was a political move, like a, a, to create stress so that she'd be off guard. Those weren't the only things that happened this week, but those were some interesting things. So let's not overlook their efforts this week and the efforts of people over the months that have set up to, 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 to accomplish what they have this last week. It's a current indication of how and why individual freedom is winning and our positions to defend it are evolving. Um, then I've wrapped that up with at a time they need to marginalize gun owners in order to distract from multiple epic failures of this current administration, their demands for our rights are falling on educated, enlightened, and newly well-armed minds. So that's my wrap up for my, you can just end it here if you don't wanna hear all the details, but now we're going to details why gonna do just fine and we're going to get a bunch of strong people coming out of this stronger my biggest concern personally was that some of the fighters on our side would be discouraged because they're not used to getting attacked or they're not used to getting lack of support they usually get fluffed up everybody tells them they're doing great all the time so when they don't get that or when they get a, the opposite perhaps and even see people switch sides or do you know whatever happens in the chaos of stress you know it's it was it was uh, an unknown to see how everybody would stand up. Not only did everybody stand up and stick through it, no one knew that this was gonna just go away, that it was gonna be nothing. Everybody had their own perception of how difficult all this was gonna be or how, how permanent any of these things would be. And they all came through this storm individually. Nobody, nobody sheltered them, nobody put up a giant umbrella and coached them through. The national level organizations did not send out coaches and mentors in order to help individual grassroots level activists navigate through the, 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 the uh, stressful and difficult last couple of weeks. They certainly haven't put out any kind of guide or any kind of help for how to deal with the next couple of weeks either, right? And what happens when you have a bunch of individuals deal with stress, a common stress together, we've seen this happen over and over, they come out the other side stronger, more capable and determined. And they don't, they're not dependent. They don't come out thinking, wow, I came through that thanks to some outside entity. They think I came through that and I did that. And I'll be damned if someone's going to tell me I can't live through the next one or deal with the next set of stressors. 
So doom on all the people that just watch and don't help. All they've done is empower those that did and doom on the people that brought the fight to us because they've empowered people that will end this fight in a good way. We're going to remove the NFA. There's a bunch of people that say we ain't. Let's start putting money on the table and start seeing some money laid down about how we're not going to get the NFA off the table. It's easy to do. You're going to win, right? Throw some money down. Let's see some money. I know nobody watching this is really anti-NFA being discouraged, but some of these blowhard big talkers on the other side of the uh, conversation will never throw any money down to, to put money down that their position is so strong that they're never going to see the NFA go away. All right, so let's dig in. Uh, Lucretia testified. Uh, I heard from... Uh, Cape Gunworks, or a gun shop in Massachusetts, that the DC project had done good work. I think this was Wednesday morning. I had some other stuff I was doing, but that was taking a little while. So I just went live and I was able to go live for, I think, a little while, an hour and 47 minutes. Yeah. And watch a good chunk of the testimony and then do some commentary. And it was kind of spur of the moment. But heck, if you can uh, create a channel where that's a possibility, then take up the possibility, you know, take the opportunity and and provide a voice on a channel with 169,000 subs for the ladies of the DC project who showed up in DC to testify to the House, the Congress's subcommittee on whether or not they should infringe as a knee-jerk reaction to the acts of a murderer. So some people will just yell and scream and say the same old stuff. Other people will throw 30 bucks at organizations that may or may not be keeping the whole game moving. And then there's individual ladies. This lady lost her, ch her child to violence, and she took her time and her uh, story to our representatives to challenge the narrative of the other side who's getting paid to be there by Bloomberg. Um, we'll talk about Amy here in a second. They didn't bother Lucretia. I don't think they got the balls to challenge the mother, right, a victim. But Amy, they did some heinous shit to Amy, Amy while she was on the stage. We've got superheroes on our side. These ladies are incredible, and they're doing this on their own time and time. I think that's uh, Diana behind her, so I'm going to have to find out. It's possible. That that's definitely a picture of Diana behind her in this picture. So that means uh, Diana might have testified as well. All right, well, then uh, somewhere in one of the conversations this week, probably in one of barbecues chats, it was brought up to call your com your Congress people. And DJ throws the link out there quite a bit. He's probably too busy to throw it out there tonight, but it's uh, easy to find. You just go over here and you say, contact my senator. And then it'll come up with this description of how to contact your senator. And then, well, usually you can just grab it right from there. Anyway, so just go in to contact your senators. And then, oh, that's, is this it? Nope. How to contact your senator? No, this is weird. That ain't it. It's probably some scam site. Uh, that's weird. How to contact your congressmen and senators. There we go. That took a long, long time. It was weird. I hope I didn't get a virus right then. So how to contact them? Uh, you can go to... Are you kidding me? Somewhere down here it says, 
contact us. How to contact a senator. Fine, I'll just click on that. There we go. And then you scroll down a little bit and it'll say, U.S. Capital Switchboard Operator can connect you directly with a Senate office. Boom. Uh, it's 202-224-3121. Easy to remember. 202-224-3121. It's just like a different number except this way. Anyway, that way you can uh, call them. And it took about three and a half minutes, so I make a video of it. I guess it took four minutes. Uh, I made a video of it and posted it. And then I posted a uh, poll today to see if anybody thinks that uh, the other side has defeated them already and they should just sit down and not even participate. Or if it's worth taking three minutes of your time to participate in a system that's lasted through a civil war, two world wars, lots of other skirmishes. And... You know, there's just a couple of people who are being dicks right now, and this is how you get rid of them. So uh, easy enough to participate, put that link in there. Then we have some actual content that happened this week that wasn't reaction to infringements. So we have Suicide Prevention Saturday, happens every week. Brooke Cheney goes live for a little a short video, uh, usually Sunday, Saturday evenings and offers some insight as to the two out of three deaths from firearms are from suicide and offers kernels of information and nuggets that you can use to have more effective and uh, uh, better co uh, communication with other people uh, when talking about guns or effective uh, means of addressing the mental health of the individuals out there that do all the horrible murders and stuff. So she really didn't talk too much about the news of the day as much as just um, talked about sleep deprivation this time around. Then we have a video from Gabby Franco, never underestimate politicians hunger for power. Uh, Gabby, a resident, well, she grew up in Venezuela, Olympic shooter, international champion, and now lives in the United States and is an advocate for gun owners' rights, and member of the DC Project also. And uh, this is a video that is sort of, I think she probably made this one uh, in, a, in a, accompanying another video she had made for people in Chile. So uh, Gabby, having seen and having more intimate familiarization with the effects of disarmament and the understanding of a country that goes from you know, one of the richest, most uh, influential countries on the planet to not because of political decisions. Uh, she offers a lot of insight. Plus she's a competitive shooter and she goes around having a good time. She's a mom and she posts a lot. She's a fun channel to watch. She's uh, definitely multifaceted and she's not too focused on any one thing. She's a great representative for uh, shooting sports and just a great ambassador for just being a good human and not being all worried about everything. Uh, let's see, so next would be Amy Swearer, who I believe is from Tucson or at least originally from Tucson. She's now with the, well, what's it called? The Heritage Foundation, some kind of organization who doesn't pay her enough. And she really got wailed on by the uh, a-holes, one specific a-hole, but all the a-holes ignored her or misunderstood her. 
mischaracterized her replies or her her uh, testimonials or her testimony and then the one lady called her a perjury like who tried to make say that she was purging wait that she what the hell would be the word so she lied to the government by a gross misrepresentation of what she said so the the representative came up and said oh you said xyz answer yes or no yes okay well then you also said this therefore you were perjured you did perjury and uh it was pretty classy amy was basically flustered and said how dare you and then the lady wouldn't let her finish so she uh just did her thing she was the politician lady did her thing she was mean to amy and then left and like most of the politicians on the anti-rights side it was a hit thing come in beaming and then leave so a little while later one of the politicians that wasn't against amy said hey amy got a question for you and then he said something to the effect of okay i'm going to take the rest of my time and give it to you so that you can respond to the accusation that you committed perjury and amy said something to the effect of i'm not here for the politics i'd rather continue on so she's the bigger person politicians are a-holes i'll mention again that in the two hours or something that i watched this testimony and then you add that to the many hours last week when crump went live for like nine hours to host a chunk of the testimonies before this. The anti-gun side is there and they certainly say things, but it's an empty room. They know what time they're scheduled to say their thing for five minutes. They do whatever they're doing in another room, doing their living their life in some other room. They come in here, they sit down, they say something off of a card really passionately and like they give a shit. And then they ask Amy almost the same question. They say, the police should have all the guns. Here's a bunch of murders that happened. How do you justify it? And then they have their soundbite and they leave. And that happened over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Come in. It's your five minutes. Do you yield your time? No. All the police should have, only the police should have guns or some version of saying that. And then here's a murder. Here's a murder. Here's a murder. Here's a murder. How dare you? And then don't give Amy time to say anything or listen to her say something and then get up and leave. And that's all they did. It was an opportunity, an excuse, a paid for uh, session for these a-holes to have our government C-SPAN cameras record them saying whatever their political strategist decided would pander to their base or pander to the money that's coming in from the other side, the anti-right side. And it was so obvious. It was so obvious. Amy got out there and even called the whole thing with the beginning of her testimony. And she said, I don't want to ever do one of these again, but here's what'll happen. You'll ignore all of our stuff. You'll call us horrible names and you'll, you'll huff off and demand that our rights be on the table. And that's exactly what happened. So this was um, worth watching, and if you're frustrated by it, then welcome to the game, because it's not over, and it doesn't end. There's not a finish line. There'll be another Amy. There'll be another situation like this, and there'll always be people that go, oh, this is an indication that it's over. This is the indication that it's the end. Rome had to fall. Oh, I don't know. They're, we're not going to have freedom. Like, oh, they're coming to get us. Like, this is... The way that it goes and the people like amy that plow through that like an icebreaker determined with the goal and the dedication and the ability to pursue it 
are freaking stunning. And if you want to watch something amazing, go check her thing out. Uh, this was the five minutes of her original testimony by Patriot posted. Uh, on my sloppier two-hour thing, I bounce back around every time somebody lame and boring would talk. I would go find another piece where Amy was responding or offering good insight. And uh, there's there's some good stuff there. Go be inspired and show some young girls that you can be a superstar out there and defend rights for future generations. Um, let's see. Next up is... Oh, no. Next up is Locked and Loaded. Oh, I didn't even put a picture of them in there this year or this time. So one, they, oh, you know why I didn't put a picture in? Because they phoned it in. They put their thumbnail up from last week for this week. This week, their big announcement is that they're turning into some kind of a gaming channel more. So we'll see. Hopefully they stick around in the gun issue side. They had a lot of potential. Uh, they've been doing stuff and they've got skin in the game and now they're jumping into some kind of role with some kind of video game club we'll see how it goes next up is the machine gun nest there's a section of gun shops in here that i follow that are doing amazing work as gun shops just being cool gun shops and then they take it to the next level offering uh, social media platforms that do more than just talk about this in-store specials and whatever stupid recipe they think they need to follow so um this was a good one talking about the new york laws and the sue and glock and how that's gonna the you know, potentials there it's only a three minute video uh so they're not taking a bunch of your time uh there's gonna be a couple other gun shops we'll talk about tonight there's g23 out there great bell guy check it in i think we'll uh there's dj throwing the white house switchboard number out i think i'm gonna drink a little bit of water here and we'll take a tight break for a commercial and over at the store i offered a challenge so if anybody i don't i didn't look yet two people purchased stuff over at the store during gizzards show so if you were over there and you bought something at the store feel free to shout out what you might be looking for as far as free patch friday stuff goes and if you're watching and listening to the show right now live and you purchase something with the gear website store if I'm not muted or running the commercial, it'll go ding, and then you'll get extra bonus free stuff. So we'll play a commercial. I'll drink some water here, and we'll get Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. Oh, I didn't realize I had DJ's comment up the whole time. Hey, there's Bob out there. All right, so next up is Shooting Gallery New England. I started following that guy's channel, and he had Tony on for episode 157 of his Shooting in the Woods podcast. So it's weird, but uh, I guess it's a different size kind of woods than the ones we're surprised or ones we're familiar with oh i see he's saying i did surprise me okay right on well thanks for purchasing something at the store and we'll figure out something to do for you um so we had shooting galley new england had tony simon on now i only seen about a half of that one uh, but it's interesting because I hang out with Tony on Saturdays. 
you know, he'll come into the Every Second Matters sometimes. Every once in a while, we'll have some other show. You know, I don't talk to Tony every day or nothing, but I talk to him occasionally. And when we chat, you know, I'm only really talking about two-way all the time and talking about his project and worry about stuff like that. But other people talk to Tony, they talk about different things. So it's totally interesting to watch Tony, who's comfortable being on people's podcasts, jump on and be a part of other people's conversations and see the different facets of Tony's uh, knowledge and uh, introduce you to uh, Shooting Gallery New England, who is uh, the gunsmith for uh, Cape Gunworks. So I knew about Shooting Gallery New England from hanging out in Crump's show and just being around. I knew he was a gunsmith, but I didn't know what Cape Gunworks was. And then I started watching Cape Gunworks, and then I figured out, uh-oh. So I don't know how many people knew about that whole thing, that that guy works for that place. But uh, So now I'm watching that guy's podcast, too. All right, so next we get uh, Charlie writing Shotgun with Charlie is now writing Shotgun with Charlie. So the brain nerds got to him, and now instead of just saying stuff, he's going to start writing stuff down all the time. So it sounds like he had a 20-minute conversation with Anthony, who runs Gun for Hire, which is the gun shop and range in New Jersey that has recently expanded, but it's where the 2A4E, the diversity shoot that Tony Simon is a part of or created, whatever happened to Tony's thing from what I just talked about, Shooting Gallery New England's interview. So Tony started out doing his shoot with Anthony. Anthony's uh facilitated lots of interesting stuff in uh, New Jersey, you know, not a very far drive from New York City. So uh, interesting, dude. And he's been on Riding Shotgun before, but this time they did a shorter interview, talked about some different things. And I'm guessing then that Charlie's going to use that as an article for Armed Lifestyle Magazine. All right. So uh, here's a tip. If you're going to go live and talk for like an hour, don't eat like half of a small watermelon because now I'm watermelon burping all over the place. Uh, let's see. Next is Armed Attorneys. Just passed House, right? House just passed New Gun Control 2022. Uh, I didn't put the thumbnail in here because it was probably boring or something, but uh, oh snap, there's another purchase from the store. So, whoever's buying stuff from the store, thank you very much. If you decide to say stuff, I don't know, we could throw some free patches out here or something. If you got an idea of something in mind, let me know. Otherwise, uh, I should I feel like I should have got something ready. I did have one thing I was going to do, and then something happened earlier this evening, and I didn't set it up. But uh, I think we'll, we got a couple of different purchases now. So if you'd want, we know that Woods was one of the purchases. If you are one of the purchasers and you're not as scared to be identified and you want to be, oh, that was G23. So now we know two of them. So now we definitely have a battle going between these two. Here's what I'm going to say. We're going to take a break. We're taking a break right now. We're going over to Home Depot. Who wants to go with me? So I went to Home Depot the other day at 5 a.m. I like to go over there at 5 a.m. and look at the clearance thing or whatever. So I went to Home Depot. And what I was looking for was this, if I can find it to their website. I was looking for, come on, no. I don't want you to have my location, Home Depot. Why don't you screw off? I was looking for, I'm going to call it a remote. Oh, you know what? I could probably just get the name of it. I got it sitting right here. 
It's called uh, Defiant. Stupid name. Whoa. All right. Now let's go back over here. Defy. Defiant. Ugh. Three wireless. Seriously. So I wanted to get these. Th there it is. I wanted to get these stupid things, but these suck. So make your lights go on and off with a little clicker like in the future. So I've had these in the past and not the shitty ones. <clears throat> I had good ones, but I don't know where they are. So I figured for 20 bucks, I'll check these things out. So here's the deal. You take these little things and you plug them into the wall and then you plug stuff into them. And then you got this clicker and a little clicker goes around. And when you click it, it makes the thing go on. Well, I'll tell you right off the bat, this won't work in this situation that they've got right here. I can just tell you right now that it ain't going to work. So here's the deal. If the persons or people who purchase stuff tonight want one of these shitty sets, I will put it in a bag and send it to you. It's never been used except for long enough to know that I don't like it. And if you don't want it, I'll take it back to Home Depot and get $21 for it. But I don't really care. So if you want it, you can have it. You can have your own crappy clickers. Oh, look at this. They don't even bother to put the right picture in there because the one that they're showing you here gets three buttons on the clicker. They show you a picture with one button. But the problem is this. It has to be grounded and it can't have a switch. So where I wanted to use it was a switched outlet. And because it's a switched outlet that switches off, this thing needs to be powered up 24-7 in order for it to stay synced with its remote control. So as soon as you can flip a switch and turn the light off, then this thing loses its power and has to resync with its stupid remote control. So it basically, effectively, you turn your light switch on, and then you have to also turn your remote control on. So it's just, I don't like it. It's not working for me. Uh, DJ was the other one. So basically, that you can have this thing. Maybe it'll work for you, but it just doesn't work for me. For my, I have a place where I want to use it. It's on a power switch like this. And basically, it's just ineffective. I'm pissed. But you can have, yeah, pass the trash. If you're interested, I'll send you a remote control clicker with three things. So not just one. And also, I don't like the clicker. When I was a little kid, I had one of these. And the clicker was robust. It was a robust clicker that I could literally, I literally slept on it more than once. Woke up and I was laying on top of my clicker. Didn't care just worked it was from radio shack this thing is like the nine millimeter of clickers it feels like if you talk about it like it's already broken because i talked mean about it it's a very delicate very fragile clicker but it's free to you if you want it tonight death battle well not the battle for the death battle for the clicker though definitely a clicker battle all right we're going back to the show i guess i'll get one more drink of water since that was a lot of rambling all right so uh, Gun Owners of America put uh, Antonia, well, Antonio was on some show, and then Gun Owners of America put her on for a three-minute clip. Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't do nothing for Gun Owners of America, but every once in a while she shows up and does stuff, so I don't know. She's a Republican, so she goes to like a lot of Republican and like young Republican and young girl Republican things, which is fine. Like, I don't care, but... A lot of the other 2A activists are hanging out at like 2A activists up training, like the Ambassador Academy, like Train and Learn, like Amcon, like 
uh, Girl in a Gun, Yearly Retreat, like The Mingle. I could go on, literally, I could go on. And I don't know of Antonia going to any of them. So she's not, you know what I'm saying? I just don't know. So she's out there for GOA. They, they don't compromise except for the one time. Let's forget and remember about that. Then we have Travis did a video about, are you upset about Travis's video? She did, or I don't know if she was snorting about. Travis did a video on do firearms need an end user agreement? So I don't know what he's thinking about there. I don't know if anybody watched this one, if you've got any um, opinions on it. But I don't know if Travis was just literally doing a video or if he really thought this was a thing or if he thought this would just be a video to get a bunch of views or whatever. I mean, it's not like Travis's thing to get a bunch of views, but everyone might want to try something, you know, experiment. So I don't know. It's an interesting thing, but it also is not practical or anything. So it's like a thought experiment. And I don't know if he does a lot of those. I'm I just first one I've seen it. Uh, let's see. Gunmail says G23 o'clock. It's easier to challenge things that require responsibility when the masses don't know the meaning of the word. I don't know what you mean. I think, well, I'm assuming what you mean is that they're willing, the people that have never taken responsibility or that don't seek responsibility probably can't understand that part of another person, that another person is comfortable with responsibility and might even seek out responsibility or at least is comfortable with a much different level of personal responsibility than that other person and it's sad that when the smaller person or the fragile or the person with less individual responsibility or less interest in their own responsibility for their own selves that they would then force the state there's only people that can do it to take that ability for the responsibility from those other people it's really weird it's messed up super What's the word? Like it's super manipulative, right? It's it's really warped to to desperately need a powerful state so that you can use the state to force will on other people. It's really weird. At least that's how I'm reading your comment. Maybe you didn't mean it that way. Um, is this side more better? I don't know. I'm going the side with the poll. The other side I just have out there for the for technicalities for taxes. But uh, the side with the poll, you can vote in the poll. This is the side with the poll. We have 13 votes in the poll right now. So Travis did an interesting video. It had 175 views whenever I looked at it. Just for curiosity, let's open that up in another window and see how many views it has, however long. This is probably a few days ago. 175. Look how long my internet's taken. Let's not jinx my video. Did I jinx it? Shit. 191. It's almost up to 200 now. Oh, I should have looked at the comments while I was in there. All right, next up is from Washington Gun Law. I'm still on the fence. Still on the fence. And about 50-50, when I say I'm still on the fence, like 50% of the people tell me, how can you still be on the fence? That guy's horrible. Or half the people are like, how can you still be on the fence? That show, That channel is amazing. So I'm still on the fence. They did a 10-minute video about the Washington lawsuit about the Washington magazine ban. And 
I mean, it's necessary, especially I put it in here for people that might not know about what's going on in Washington. But then say I'm still on the fence because then Washington gun law guy did a live or he did another video where he was focused on the stuff today. And he might have even done this today. And it was basically just to do it. So I guess people are allowed to do stuff just to do it. But you know what I mean? Uh, let's see. So next up is get off my lawn. I was in Yankees chat, so I didn't really get to listen to this one. Uh, is it any good? Somebody tell us. But basically, uh, I guess they were complaining in this show about how people that want to defund the police also want the police to be the only ones with guns. I think they probably don't want any guns. So they want no police and they want us to not have guns. So we're probably misassuming what they want. Then you get to Brooke Cheney. We talked about her doing the consistent focus on prevention of suicide each Saturday afternoon, giving people resources, tools, and the ability and the comfort to have conversations that deal with the thing that is two out of every three deaths with a firearm, right? Suicide. But she does other things because she's an instructor and she's a competitive shooter and she's, I don't know, a YouTuber or whatever else. She's uh, um, posting this about the state championship that she's going to be shooting in uh, on Sunday. And, you know, as an instructor and as someone who's sharing her adventure and her experience as a YouTuber, uh, she's, I didn't watch this whole one, it's 15 minutes long, but she was talking about some of the, well, she's basically doing a, a, a preview of what she'll be doing at that match. So I think that's the way to describe it. Um, you're not his audience does, does good work. See, there you go. There's half the people that like him. He's okay. Good channel for Washington stuff. There's another person that likes him. Um, next up is... Clover Tech talking to Rock Island auction guy. So that's what happened. Rock Island auction is pretty cool. Clover Tech talked to him. In my opinion, not Clover's best interview. It's pretty good. Clover kind of went weird there, but it's live, right? Live is live and it's unscripted. And if anybody ever goes, I don't know if Clover's scripted or not, he's not scripted. All right, next up is another one from Clover Tech where he didn't even do nothing. He just horked off a bunch of girls. So he, a bunch of girls said stuff, and he was uh, objectifying them, putting them on a stage, looking at their uh, what they were wearing. That's all he was doing. He was objectifying what they were wearing, and uh, he made a video about it. I find it sexist, but some people find it empowering to have a bunch of chicks who aren't scared of talking about defending themselves or are willing to share their own personal experiences, tragedies, successes, and, and, and challenges. And then uh, additionally get together at events like the uh, NRA show and talk about things like how to be a girl with a focus on self-defense and awareness and all the tools and stuff that comes along with that. 
and Amanda Suffolk is the one that organized it. I don't think Clover said anything about that, but basically you got a couple of three, four ladies from the DC project who did a presentation at the beginning of the concealed carry fashion show because of some technical difficulties with the in-house uh, recording of the show. Clover's 10 minutes there is probably the best copy of anything that came from that show. Is it frustrating that the national level organization bringing in millions of dollars doesn't have a better copy of the one concealed carry fashion show that happens with their name on it every year? Yeah, super frustrating. Well, at least Clover was there. Uh, then you get him virtue signaling about 2A with this trophy. He's given some kind of 2A trophy to people. And he's, I think, also coveting 2A as some sort of a, he's probably thinking of it as some sort of a prize, like a finish line. Not sure what he's doing in this video, but he does uh, virtue signals, a whole bunch of different people that are in the 2A game. If you open up this link, each one of these, by the way, is a free link. You can click on it. It's free to use. When you open it up, often it'll go to the video that it says it's going to go to. And when you open it up and look at that thing, what will happen often after the commercial is that. Are you serious? I'm going to get a how about you shut up, Carrie Taylor Robes? And we're looking at Clover's description here. See what he did over here? He's virtue signaling. This is what it is. It's a desperate attempt at virtue signal right here. So what he's doing is he's taking his his uh, channel, which gets 12,000-something subscribers, 100 views in the last couple hours, and he posts a video with links to all these different organizations with their name and then a link to the organization. What's up with that? It's almost like he's trying to expand their reach and give them some uh, coverage. So he did that, again, as a virtue signal, because he's desperate to see the Second Amendment succeed. Uh, then you get Voss, uh, who does a show. We all know that it's a late night show, but he insists on calling it the overnight. And sure, we've got a couple of different lawyers that have threatened, but we'll see. So the overnight happened, uh, I think it was just me and him. So shame on everybody who hates Foss so much that they wouldn't even show up to his overnight show. Literally the best show that's on overnight that's focused on 2A that happens every other week only. And that's late night that also says it's an overnight show. The best one of that characteristic that happens. So it's worth staying up for often. Well, occasionally once in a while, uh, Sharon goes in there and then it's epic. And it's literally the best. Uh, let's see, then we get the auction. So I'd like to go over and check out the pot of gold auctions. You can go uh, and do the same thing by joining in and being live when we do that, or after the fact, looking at the preview, and then you can even go to the auction and buy stuff. I happened to watch some of the stuff end on this one. I had already previewed it earlier in the day, and then later in the day, I think it was in somebody's chat, and I decided to kind of watch some of the auctions end. You could have made a lot of money. First off, if you were selling stuff, some of the stuff went for a lot of money. So you could have made a lot of money selling stuff. But some of the stuff didn't go for a lot of money, which means you could have bought it for very little money and then sold it for more money. I'm only kicking myself as an, e an eBayist, an eBayer. Uh, I'm only kicking myself that I didn't buy a couple of the art things and whatnot. And I'm going to be paying more attention to the auctions for that, for sure. Uh, we'd probably have some links in here somewhere to some of the stuff. Watch our videos on the big channel here. 
if you're watching on the big channel. Um, we've got a couple of different things that'll be coming up in the near future at Pot of Gold. And then the next time I drive up there, I'll be bringing even more stuff up there. So start checking out the AK-47 Buyer's Guide project. That's a dusty old project that we started back in 2004. Before I started anything else, I was into AKs. One of the reasons I even started doing any of this stuff is I was having so much fun doing the AK stuff back in the day. I'm going to dust, blow the dust off all that, sell out my bayonet collection, sell out my parts kit, sell out all my extra parts. It's all going to pot of gold. It'll be a lot of fun as it goes out there. And then everybody can talk about what they do with this stuff. So I don't know. Uh, that'll all be happening at the pot of gold auctions in the next couple of months. So check that stuff out. Then on Thursdays, every other week, I guess, Yankee does his left shooting left to center. He invites me in there. I almost always show up. The last couple of weeks I've been doing stuff. So uh, this was the first time I got to jump in in a while. Each week, there are multiple radio shows that are good, that are focused on guns and uh, Second Amendment stuff. So I've been listening to more and more of those. They're not the best. They're not good. They're not live. They're scripted. They're not scripted, but they might as well be. Uh, they're kind of weird. DJ can't handle them because of the commercials. He's too worried about the time he's spending in between the times. I'm over here doing stuff on the computer anyway. So for me, I don't really care. If I'm listening to a commercial on one, I usually throw the volume down and listen to something else because I've usually got a couple of them going or at least queued up. So something I could care less about, I'll be listening to the one I could care more about, right? But then if the one I care more about goes to commercial or does something stupid, I'll flip the volume down and care less about that one and go care more about the other one and turn the volume up. It's that easy. Um, if you don't want to do that, then you don't have to. But I like listening to these radio shows. Why? Because they are broadcasting to cars and elevators and offices and, you know, people waiting in lobbies and stuff. So they're broadcasting potentially to a lot of the non-gun owner <clears throat> and the gun owner that doesn't pay attention enough and all that much. And so that gives you a kind of a finger on the pulse. If the gun radio shows are fumbling and saying the same old, same old, we'd be in a lot worse shape than we are. I know that some of them, are woke and, and awake to the new uh, uh, the new conversations, the new challenges to the accusations that the antis will throw at us. They're, you know, some of the gun radio shows are aware of the, the, um, the diversity of the conversation at this point. And then a couple of them are still shall not be infringed from my cold dead hands, my rights, my property, my rights, which is fine. You know, yell that all you want. There's, they're making a bunch of money doing it. But what they're not doing is reaching people that hate that or are afraid of that or hate it or can't, can't, you know, care less. So I like to see some of these other shows, not because I love their message so much as I'm interested in where they're reaching and how they're getting there. So let's take a look. We got Gun Owners Radio, that's one's in California. Um, it's two hours long, and it's two hours broadcasted. So it's can be long. They talk about stuff from for gun owners in California. And gun owners in California, by definition, aren't the same as gun owners in places where you can grow up and 
just be familiar with guns in a whole different way than you can in California. And because of that, adults in California tend to be at a different pace or a different level, let's say, than other folks who are gun owners. Just like somebody who lives in a city and never drives a car is going to be at a different level of automobile enthusiast than a kid that grows up on a farm driving when they're 12, right, on the property and then legally on the street when they're 14, like we all were. Well, maybe 16, depending, and then definitely driving full time from 16 on and then owning your own car from 16 or 17 and then multiple cars. If you wanted multiple cars, beaters, nobody owned multiple Corvettes or anything. Uh, and then the people grew up in a city where they take taxis everywhere and they think Uber is so cool. Remember, there's kids that probably never lived a life without an Uber, or at least a grown up adult life without an Uber. How are they going to have the same relate to anybody that's owned a car their whole life, right? So think of that with guns. So having some of these conversations uh, is like talking to people that have never driven a car about cars. It's talking to people who have never really gone and done stuff, talking about it. And it's interesting. And uh, they have a lot of fun. It's a little long. And it's in it, they all clump on top of each other on Sundays for some reason. For some reason, these shows are all on Sunday. So Gun Owners Radio is on at some time on Sunday. Now, they'll take their two-hour show and chop it up. One of their guests this last week was David Professor Yamane, and uh, they chopped a something three- or four-minute chunk out of their longer show to offer that slice with just that, that uh, topic from him, which is handy, actually. And it's a smart move because it creates a lot more consumable uh snippets that people can find easier and use you know listen to easier share and use them in their own videos and stuff so it's a great idea when you do a long format thing to take the additional step of chopping it up and posting those smaller videos uh they do that every week so they're definitely well they're a team so i'm assuming they got multiple people working on that then you got come and talk it which is a show out of texas yeah i believe it was yoder used to Set, put those in gun channels every Sunday. It's a little bit earlier in the day, if I remember right. It happens more like noon or something on Sunday. So maybe three o'clock for you people in the metric time zones. Um, it's a little bit different. It's from Austin, Texas. It's from Texas, but it's from Austin. So it's like city folks from Texas, but they own a gun shop. The host owns the gun shop and super cool, super cool uh, chat. It's weird for me to watch it. Because for years we listened to it on fun channels in the lobbies and just chatted about what they were talking about. Uh, then we've got Polite Society Podcast. And Polite Society Podcast is... Now what's going on? How come I don't have... Something didn't save right or something. I need to get the uh, Cape Gunworks one in here too. I thought I posted that. Oh, you know what it is? I posted it on the newsletter that went out dang it i have to post it in here so anyway i on the target radio is amanda Suffolk. that one's hosted on the polite society podcasts e uh, youtube channel uh that's a fun one to watch uh each of these shows will watch the comments i haven't watched come and talk it long enough this is literally the first week i watched it i don't think they read the comments Gun Owners Radio does read the comments and they reply to the comments, but the guy who's reading the comments 
is not one of the people on the show, so not very many of the comments get through to the show. That being said, they interviewed somebody, and I said something in the comments, and they did ask that question on the air. So you can get through to them through the comments on YouTube on Gun Owners Radio, but not necessarily always. <clears throat> then I on the Target Radio is Amanda and her brother Rob. They do it live. Uh, if you like DJ and you hate the commercials, then you're going to hate this show because it's like 90% commercials. It's a lot of commercials. Just the way that they are, you know, it's live. So it's the way that they get scheduled. They have to work around their own commercials, which are the same every single week and shouldn't be. There should definitely be different every week. But the uh, the station's commercials. And when the station or the network commercials go through, we hear another version of the same commercials from Amanda or from Eye on the Target. So they definitely need to step up their commercial game. But aside from that, they uh, do a fairly... Um, seat of the pants, non-scripted. They have a couple of topics in mind, but they wing it. Which is kind of fun to be a part of. And they do read the comments. So you can be a part of that show by listening to it live. And that's fun because uh, that's not always been that way for everybody out there. Then uh, I didn't put it in here, but like I say, if, if, that we do this whole thing is on Patreon, this blog, I call it the Patreon blog. This is uh, a nicer version than right than what you get over on the YouTube or whatever, which has no formatting or anything. This is as complete as I can make it, but they only give me 5,000 characters on YouTube. Very, I'm, I'm sure most people don't use anywhere near the 5,000 characters that the description gives you, so they don't even know that there's only 5,000 characters in there, and they don't say things like only 5,000 characters. But I regularly go way over the 5,000 characters that YouTube gives us, and that's another reason I post everything on Patreon, because since I'm basically paying to have Patreon uh, as a you know social platform, well, I'm not paying, but a bunch of Patreon supporters, right, make it possible for the Patreon to even happen. It gives us a much more robust blog. I can format it and add the pictures and everything, but way more than 5,000 characters. Uh, I take this formatted blog post for the weekly wrap-up, and I put it into our newsletter uh over on the newsletter system so if you're listening i think if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of this one you can see all the different ways that we post our shows we got the newsletter that goes out you can go to our main website and sign up for the newsletter if you want to but the newsletter has even more sometimes than this blog mainly because i figure the people that are listening to the newsletter didn't hear me say all this right they're probably not watching the video so I try to put in even a little bit more, if I can, into the newsletter. And that's what happened, is the newsletter is going to be talking about Cape Gunworks, who also does a radio show. So that's two gun shops that have their own radio shows. And that's no small feat. In fact, Cape Gunworks talked about it this week uh, off air, but with the, converse, you know, with the people live and chatted a little bit, um, what do you say, like candidly, about their situation with the radio stations and their syndication and you know the circumstances super interesting none of this shit is for free everybody that sits down at a desk sits down on a love seat or whatever sits down on their ottoman and folds their legs i don't know how they listen to this and then turns on their phone or sets up their ipad or turns on their widescreen tv and just watches 
Every one of them takes the infrastructure for granted. Everybody that goes to work and turns on a radio show and listens to it and bitches and complains or whatever, it's probably the same for all other radio shows, but they can go bite. I don't care about them. I'm worried about the gun shows, right? So every one of these gun radio shows is spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars to make that radio show happen. And they might get hundreds of dollars in sponsors, but more than likely they're taking it in the ass to be able to put that show out there. So I like to give credit when I can to the radio show people that are actually paying for airtime and aren't making money. And these are gun shops that are going above and beyond. And trust me, like they could spend their advertising money on a million other things. And uh, when they do it with radio and they're good, like we see with Eye on the Target, or I mean with uh, uh, Cape Gunworks Rapid Fire, and what we see with Come and Talk It, I mean, that's, that's why I'm taking all this time to talk about how good they are, because it's worth it. So right now, you're listening to me, but also the stupid robots are listening to me. They have to. They like listening to humans. So robots are listening to us on YouTube. They're listening to me on YouTube right now. They're listening to me on YouTube whenever somebody watches this in the future, or at least they're going to listen to it once in the future or more. But then when this podcast gets redistributed to, let's take a quick look at where this podcast will go. It'll go on Patreon because it's already on Patreon. We're reading it on Patreon. It's on YouTube. It'll go on to guntube.org. That's a Second Amendment focused video hosting platform in South uh, Carolina. It'll go to GunStreamer, which is in Utah. It'll go to UTGTube, another pro-gun focused video hosting platform. out of Utah. It'll go to Utreon. I don't know where that place is. I believe it's in space. Odyssey, which is in the olden times in Greek islands. It'll go to Rumble, which is in the Bronx, and it's a violent video hosting platform. It'll go to Twitch, which is where all the video gamers like sit on a couch and tell everybody else about how they're wrong. And then you got Twitter. So for your social platforms, I'll post it on Twitter on Minds. That's a blockchain version of a social platform, not just a boring old centralized version on a database, but a blockchain version of a social platform. It'll go on Locals, which is a place. Parlor, which is another place that everybody goes to. Getter, which is another third place. MeWe, which just doesn't even try, and it's a third another place. And then Facebook, which sucks butts and everybody hates it. I don't really put it to Facebook, but by law, I have put Facebook in this list. Then I'm saying it in words, right? And these words are being going to be an audio file. That audio file is what we call a podcast. That'll go to iHeartRadio, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, which is a fancy way that the hipsters play with their audio. Uh, it'll go to Spotify. It'll go to Instagrams. So it'll go to Flickr, Pinterest, and Tumblr. So that's one of the reasons I say all this stuff is so that the couple of people that listen to it want to listen to it, but then also the translations, that closed captioning, this all creates a bunch of stuff. And instead of being a bunch of words about sales and ads and garbage, it's uh, you know talking about the projects and the uh, shows that are out there doing good work. So definitely want to focus on Cape Gunworks, a cool gun shop run by cool people in Massachusetts. And instead of just farting around and making a bunch of profits on guns and and just getting everybody all upset every time something happens legally or politically, 
uh, they're offering a radio show. They go live on Tuesdays and hang out with somebody else, some big radio show in that area, Grace Hurley or somebody, Howie, somebody, I forget. And then uh, on Wednesday, do, they do their own show. They record their own show for an hour, two hours, actually. They recorded for an hour that goes out to syndication. Then the second hour that's just for their shop, like the, in, the in-house radio. And then he actually goes over a little bit and makes sure that he addresses every question that has come in. So really cool. And uh, again, they're taking their time to do it. And it's not just bothering with like what's on sale at the store. In fact, they probably should do a lot more of what's on sale in the store or at least something about getting a T-shirt from the shop or something. So Cape Gunworks is not on this list, but it's definitely on the newsletter. And it'll be on this list when I'm done. I'll edit it into here. All right, now we get into the section towards the bottom where we talk about some of the military um, podcasts that I listen to each week. And we've got some interesting ones, some super holy crap. So I'm glad Wesley showed up because this is going to be good. Uh, we're going to watch another commercial. I'm going to go get something to drink because I just drank everything I had to drink over here. And then we'll get into some incredible shit. Also, I got in a big fight. and You'll hear about how I got bullied. Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. Speaking of ripoffs, on Wednesdays, I have been trying to do a gun show focused on guns. Or, I mean, a uh, game show focused on guns, uh, firearms, and fun extravaganza. We call it the Tactical Quiz. <laughs> Whoops, thanks for that. DM Foss made that for us. Thank you for that. And now we're back to the military section. So first off, Combat Story. Holy crap. Combat Story is awesome. You've heard about it. Every week I talk about it, I'm going to talk about it again. The guy was an Apache pilot, then he went to the CIA, and now he interviews people. This guy's G.I. Joe. He interviews this guy named Chris Cassidy. He's a SEAL, and he's an astronaut. Five spacewalks, 377 days in space, more than a year in space, five spacewalks, and I don't know how many deployments as a SEAL. This guy has done a ton of interesting shit, and it's a two-hour interview. Normally, you know, it's a longer one for Combat Story. And the guy is super cool. Like, it is a really interesting conversation. Definitely recommend it. Really, really cool. Um, talking about everything, uh, the same way that they, if you ever listen to one of these shows, the same way that they illuminate and shed light on the experience of a combat soldier, pilot, 
uh, support different you know aspects of uh, the global war on terror. This one offers the same kind of insight with NASA and a and launches and being an astronaut, doing spacewalks. Holy moly, just such a freaking amazing two hours. Definitely worth your time. All right, another two hours on Team House. So Team House is Friday nights. One of the reasons we moved the show to 9 o'clock is because I'm sick of being corked by them, and I wanted to listen to that show. I like it better than my own show. Well, it's not as important as this show because it's just listening to stories, but it's an interesting show to listen to. So this Ranger and this Green Bray get drunk, not drunk, but they drink and then have people on who also drink most of the time. So it gets a little loose or whatever. Uh, this one was an interesting story about the officer who, 27 years in the Marine, and is one of the MARSOC 6. So if you're not familiar with the MARSOC 6, there was a time the Marines are like, you know, the Marines, what are you going to do? They're Marines. They get a bad reputation, which they don't earn. It's given to them because of the Marines. And what are they going to do? They're in the Marines. And they don't care. So they have this reputation. And unfortunately, the reputation got out of control. And they were accused of some heinous shit that's not technically even possible, I guess, really. So Ghost may have done some insight on this before. And uh, this was an interesting interview, not just on the beginning of MARSOC, but about that, that deployment and uh, the MARSOC 6. So worth listening to. I guess the guy probably did a book about it. And, oh, it's interesting. Uh, Cape Gun Works also rent guns and range time. Friday is ladies' night. They begin selling body armor and hoodies. So, wait, they began selling body armor or they they have begun selling? I don't know how to read that right. <clears throat> but, yeah, thanks for that. One of these days, I'm going to try to get Toby on to chat with Toby. All right. So not on this show, but on a Monday show. So next up is our stuff for the week. So towards the end here, we talk about the military stuff. Oh, I was going to talk about this other thing. So, yeah, I was minding my business, listening to a military chat. And it was this guy who is a uh, cop, federal cop. And he's all like, blah, blah, blah. 18-year-olds shouldn't have guns. You know, I like guns, but blah, blah, blah. 18-year-olds shouldn't have guns. So I went with uh, emancipated 18 to 20-year-olds may have left abusive situations, now live on their own, and shouldn't be forced to be in a victim status or something to that effect. And I was told to shut up or something. That's one guy who was mean to me. Maybe it was a girl. Might have been a mean girl. I don't know. And then I said something to the effect of, Military spouses are often 18 to 20, something to the effect of, I don't think I said the 18 to 21, but they, it was intention, you know, it's obvious, I think, that I was still on that rant. I said something like military spouses are often 18 to 21, and they're, in, they're, they're uh, um, enlisted spouse has deployed, and now they're left at home alone, 18 to 21-year-old, and you've created a victim's class for them. And then this troll didn't like me, or maybe it was a, a deliberate federal agent for all I know, but they didn't like what I had to say. And they started to attack me. 
and then eventually threatened me. And I thought that was interesting because it's been a while since I've been threatened. I haven't actually been threatened by someone who claims to be military police, but uh, you know, I've been threatened by people who claim to be a lot of things, but usually in circumstances when somebody walks up out of the nowhere and says, I'm such and such official, you know, you go, eh, whatever. But when they're standing around with a bunch of other officials, you go, oh, really? So I'm going to be threatened by someone in their off time who has a professional role or whatever. Like, I thought that was interesting. So uh, also makes you think like listening to that conversation that not everybody is as enlightened as some of the people out there. Uh, and that's when you probably get the, uh, the folks out there that are all pessimistic. They probably deal with a lot more folks like that. Um, who are like, well, you know, guns are okay. Unless you're 18 to 21, then your brains are like mush. You should be able to fight for the government, but not for yourself. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but isn't that what they're saying? So now let's get down to our stuff. That's the end of the, of the military stuff. So, you know, usually the military stuff's pretty good, unless federal agents are in there. Uh, provoc agent provocateuring up the place. Well, let's get into Instagram. So on Sundays, and I might change the date up, feel free to leave us some comments. Uh, if you're watching this live, you can feel free to leave a comment or if you're listening to this in the future on whatever the platform is, leave us some feedback. But I've been doing uh, this show except for Instagrams on Sundays after Gizzards' show because it just works then. But I don't really have to do it then. I was halfway thinking about doing it Friday so that I'd have more time on Sundays. But I really don't need time on Sundays, so I don't really care. So let me know if you think I should do that on a different day. Uh, actually, I really don't care when I do it. So I'm just throwing it out there. If you've got an opinion, then let me know because it's definitely a show that can move. It took two hours. It usually doesn't take that long. Um, but probably just a bunch of say. It was nothing going on. I think I did it later in the day that day, right? Or this week. Next up is on Saturdays, I invite Tony Simon and Clover Tack. We also invite uh, Dan from Arizona Firearms and Pot of Gold Auctions, but he's usually busy on Saturdays. But we, I invite these guys in who've been gun owners their whole lives and they're old like me. And we ask, we answer gun questions, gun questions that have come into our Ask Gun Questions website throughout the week. Every once in a while, we do an episode that's focused on a particular thing. This last week, last weekend, we focused on the 22 long rifle. So this week, it'll probably just be a regular episode again, but maybe once or twice a week or a month, we'll be uh, focusing on a specific thing. Again, if you've got ideas, feel free to throw them out there. Like I say, we read the comments on all the different platforms that are out there. It's not that hard because most of the platforms are all but dead. Uh, as far as commenting and that kind of thing. So if you're interested in being part of a channel or a project, go seek out when they post on other platforms and interact with them there. You might be one of a thousand on YouTube talking to somebody or like in this chat, almost a dozen people are in here chatting away. There's almost a dozen chats an hour happening. But if you go to some chats, you can't even ever get a hold of the person. Even if you put in a super chat, they might still not catch it. But I bet you if you jump over to some other platform that they're experimenting with, Minds or Locals or one of the other platforms out there, uh, GunTube.org, you know, an established 
platform that's committed to keeping the Second Amendment alive through the First Amendment on the internet, you know, posting over there where they value the platform because they're posting on a South Carolina-based uh, freedom-focused platform, you know that they're valid, they're good people. So when you contact them over there, you're probably one of a lot fewer in the pool of people commenting. So you probably have a better potential of getting in contact with somebody at that project. Uh, we talked about all the different places that we post this. Uh, let's see, next up is the, oh, on Monday on the Daily Gun Show, take a drink here. On uh, Monday's Daily Gun Show, we took a pause from the interviews and we spent some time, two hours actually, going through and looking for every pro Second Amendment person or project's online store. So if they're 2A, like working towards the Second Amendment, and they had an online store, we put them in here. You know how I just remembered we forgot barbecue? barbecue's got the black swan in there we got black swan in there but not barbecue specifically damn it i feel like i missed an opportunity to have another one in the list i think it ended up with 57 or something and i ran out of time more than or people i think before i ran out of the 5,000 characters i think we were only at like 3,000 8 4,000 characters we still had some room in there so if you do know of any pro 2a project or peer person that has an online store, let us know, especially if we missed it. Again, leave us comments on that video, on that video on the various platforms you might find it, or even on this video. Because our goal is to have another place out there. You know, if you went over here and looked at the video, wherever it happens to be, we're linking to it on YouTube. But again, we're posting these things. Most videos we post at least on StreamYard. No, not StreamYard. GunStreamer or uh, UTG or both. And then the good ones we post on GunTube. We don't want to bog GunTube down with all our garbage. We leave that on YouTube. And then uh, the, some of the better stuff we'll post on other platforms as well. Um, so, but this one is all about, wow, my internet must be really getting slow. I can notice it and how fast this is taking or how slow this is taking to load. We've got this giant list of, I think, something like 57 projects and just a specific link just straight to their store. So imagine some millionaire who's like, I want to be better than Bloomberg. They could use this link and go click, 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 and drop $1,000 on every one of these people. They'd probably do more than Bloomberg could do on our side, except you know, except on our side. And it would only cost him $57,000. So if you got $57,000, you want to drop $1,000 on every of the people I vote linked there? I'll give you that challenge. And if you are not satisfied with that $57,000, then you're never going to get it back because all those people will use it for 2A things. And that's just the way it is. All right, next up is a video that I posted about the Romanian AK kit that's over at Pot of Gold Auctions. We talked about it a couple of times. I've got a couple of things over there. One of them is this parts kit. This is a link to a video that spends 10 minutes fiddling with that parts kit or a parts kit just like it actually and um uh, there's some links in there if you want to start bidding on it it's got actually a bunch of bids already but uh yeah it's helping us to pay some bills so 
you've been thinking about getting one of these things and you've been thinking about spending way too much money for it, knowing that that money is going to go towards uh, our projects. Uh, Pot of Gold Auction has given me a really good deal on it, so it's not getting all caught up in fees or nothing. If you have $57, you could do that too. But you couldn't really buy nothing for a buck at their stores. That's the problem. You could give everybody a buck. Yes, for sure. That might be an interesting thing. What would happen if everybody gave everybody 57, everybody took 57 bucks and gave everybody a buck. If a thousand people did that, everybody would have a thousand bucks. If 10,000 people dropped 57 bucks, 57 people would have $10,000. It's just the way math works. Some people deny it. I'm not a math denier. I don't deny math. I understand it and have mastered math. All right, with that, I've also mastered the end of this vidya because that's all there is. I posted a little thing at the end here that we already alluded to, all the different platforms that we put this stuff on. I'm super stoked because uh, I hadn't had this thing going out to podcasting in quite a while, probably two years. It just took extra time, a lot of extra time, to take the audio files, cram them into packages, shove them up onto the internet, label them, and then blah, 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 do all the stuff, and then have them distribute to all the different platforms. Once you distribute them, they don't take no work. But to get them from video into audio takes a minute. And, you know, it's just a pain. So it wasn't anywhere near worth doing for a long time there. I'm experimenting with doing it now because these, these types of projects get way more coverage when people just listen to them. So you people that are listening in podcast, definitely leave some feedback out there. We've only got so many feedbacks on iTunes. And I think that's the most ones we've got 15 or 17 or 19 on iTunes. And most of the other things, the uh, iHeartRadio, the Google, the Podbean and the other places for podcasting. I don't think we have uh, specific comments there. We have some comments that get tagged with the stream or with whatever it's called the feed, but those get distributed everywhere. So if you're interested in helping us out and letting us know you're out there, then yeah, leave some feedback, uh, give us the heart or thumb or star or whatever it happens to be, but leave us a comment because that lets us know what you're looking for, where you're at, and just to know that it's worth us spending the time to shove it out to those platforms. So anyway, we do have, it doesn't sound like I'm spending all week to do this, but a lot of these things are kind of automated, but it was setting all the automation back up and then of course monitoring it, that will be the decision going forward. So help us make that decision by being part of what we're doing here. That is everything that we found this week that was worth putting out there. Again, we're putting this stuff out there on our Patreon, a blog, so it's easy to see. We email this to everybody who wants it. A couple hundred people get the, e the newsletter. And we don't really spam you with, there's no ads or nothing. It's just 2A info. Our goal is to make conversations more effective to let people actually work together so that if our goal is to save lives, let's not, let's be real here. If our goal is to save lives, that's not just some fucking platitude. The people that are dying from guns are suicide. The people that are dying from suicide are military veterans. So we're trying to save our brothers and sisters. Some of them are old. Some of them are new, right? We're accomplishing multiple solutions here. We're accomplishing multiple goals with these solutions, I should say. 
So uh, that's what we're really trying to enable here with this show. So I do appreciate the people that show up. And I know that there's people that show up and go, oh, I was looking for yelling and screaming or I'm looking for some kind of pat on the back for sitting on a chair and doing nothing. This guy's encouraging me and challenging me to get up off my ass and do stuff. Stuff that isn't going to immediately give me any kind of feedback or kind of any kind of reward. In fact, it's actually just like mowing the lawn, except I'm talking to other people that are mowing the lawn and they're satisfied with mowing their lawns. They're not complaining that the lawn shouldn't get red or I don't know whatever people complain about. We're not uh, suggesting that you got nothing to do except watch other people and get mad or get excited when other people do it. That's a lot of people do that, but you don't have to. You can be part of it. And if you want to be part of it and uh, uh, have uh, be part of the conversation that talks about that kind of stuff, then, yeah, join us. If uh, you're interested in sharing some of that stuff, let us know in the comments uh, what you're doing. That's half of the stuff that we're aware of is from folks out there that point us to things. It's not like I got all the time in the world to seek this stuff out. Uh, some of these feeds come to me through the platforms, but a lot of this stuff is recommended or suggested. And what we're doing is sharing so that we can all be better off in the long run. I think I'm going to drop the link. We've got a lot of people showing up, and I'm still going to cut it off here at an hour and a half so it doesn't turn into a super long show. But I'll drop the link. If you all want to show up for the after chat, feel free. It's the middle of the night for some people. It's just late for others. But that's what we do. We wrap up the week. Tomorrow, we'll be going live to answer gun questions. You can ask them at askgunquestions.com. On Sundays, we take a look at Instagram, and there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Let me go back and read the introduction to this whole thing again. It's been a, an impressive week for Second Amendment advocacy and activism. Some folks are beating old drums on both sides of the political fence, but the messages are evolving away from blaming our property and towards more effective solutions to the real issues. There's a focus on saving lives. And I just mentioned those lives are a lot of those lives are veterans. We've got multiple things we're accomplishing. Watching that raw footage of the testimonials and then comparing that with the commentators' summaries was indicative of their motives. They're looking for views rather than offering solutions. But those have been the typical reaction, and we see those time after time. So I'm not too frustrated. It's not all we're seeing. There's still some evolution. There's actually quite a bit of evolution. It's just not happening as fast as some people need it to happen or as fast as some of us would like it to happen. But it's definitely evolving. The fighters on both sides did well this week in the face of challenges and disinterest. Lucretia Hughes, the mom of a kid who died from violence, and Amy Swearer, a researcher who offered testimony to the Congress uh, committee, uh, they were both inspirational. They offered effective challenges to the tired old anti-rights, anti-gun owners narratives that the politicians offered. The I didn't really want to scorn the people that were exploited. The anti-rights side brought victims and brought people affected by murderers. 
to exploit their tragedies, to, to rip their emotions out and make them relive their trauma in front of the country. The opposite to that was Lucretia, a mom who, who asked the Congress people, am I not trustworthy with a firearm? Am I not able to defend myself? And then Amy's effective, concise answers to their some sometimes outrageous questions. Again, superheroes, amazing. And, and who they are inspiring is insane. Look who we are inspired by. Look at you. Think about it. Think of who we are inspired by. Fucking Predator, Red Dawn. Stupid propaganda movies designed to instigate young kids to join in against the Cold War. And nowadays, they've got moms who've stood up against manipulation and moms who stood up against um, the uh, marginalization of the owners of the property they choose to, to decide to own. The evolution here is, is awesome. <clears throat> We're experiencing a really neat time in in firearms history here. I don't want us to overlook the efforts this week. It's been an indication of how and why individual freedom is winning and our positions to defend it are evolving at a time when they need to marginalize gun owners in order to distract from multiple epic failures of the administration. Their demands for our rights are falling on educated, enlightened, and newly well-armed minds. It's not over, but we're working with a hell of a bunch of good people on our side. There's Patriot, welcome. Good morning. And again, the link's out there. Oh, I guess now the link's out there. And we'll wrap it up. Appreciate you joining live. Thank you for your comments. Thank you very much for your support. You notice that there's no commercials doing this thing other than for our gear website store. Um, we have a bunch of Patreons who subscribe to the projects that we have out there, the calendars, the reference websites, the uh, social platforms, and then the projects like this one that happen on a regular basis or intermittently. And again, thank you for letting us say what we can and offer the insight without kind of hobbling ourselves or trying to be nice to whoever might be the next sponsor and instead being able to offer a perspective uh, that's honest and authentic. Those are thanks to our Patreons. I need to update these slides, but uh, Patreons come in at different levels and support what we're doing, the Daily Gun Show, the tour, our network of friends, the uh, History Project, Minuteman University, the various publications that result from that, and the community of people that uh, it fosters. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Tonight's episode, Triangle of Terror. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, Check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com.
Do 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 do.